Good morning, my name is Lucy Haig and I am local missional leader for Wellspring in the West Hub of Wigan. Today we're continuing the series of God's Power in Action, entitled Israel Crosses the Jordan. Our reading today is taken from Joshua 3, 7-17. The Lord said to Joshua, This day I'll begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, so that they may know that I will be with you as I was with Moses. You are the one who shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. Then Joshua said to the Israelites, Draw near and hear the words of the Lord your God. Joshua said, By this you shall know among you the living God, who without fail will drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gershites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is going to pass before you into the Jordan. So now, select twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. When the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan flowing from above shall be cut off. They shall stand still in a single heap. When the people set out from their tents to cross over the Jordan, the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant were in front of them. Now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. So when those who bore the Ark had come to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the edge of the water, the waters flowing from above stood still, rising up in a single heap, far off at Adam, the city that is beside Zerathon while those flowing towards the sea of Araba, the Dead Sea, were wholly cut off, and the people crossed o- over opposite Jericho. While all Israel were crossing over on dry ground, the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan until the entire nation finished crossing over the Jordan. The strapline for my reflection today is, God is doing the heavy work. We just need to hold on to the handle. To recap on the reading, God is speaking directly to Joshua. He's given him a clear instruction. There's no doubt at all in Joshua's mind. He's heard God's voice. He knows what to do. And he knows he can trust God's instructions. I know it sounds obvious, but just to be clear, it was God himself who did the heavy work and stopped the river flowing. And it was Joshua and the priests who were just holding on to the handle by exercising their faith and obedience, stepping into the river. It makes me think of when in Acts 3, Peter and John had just healed a lame man and everyone was looking at them in amazement. They're very quick to point out it was God who performed the miracle, not them. They say, why do you stare at us? As if by our own power or godliness, we made this man walk. It was by faith in the name of Jesus that the man was made strong, they say. It was God who did the heavy work of making the lame man walk for the first time in his life. And Peter and John had just held on to the handle by exercising their faith in the name of Jesus. It makes me think of one of those pianos that play by themselves. The person just sits there looking all wonderful and clever. However, if they held their arms up in the air, the piano would continue to play that amazing tune, just doing its thing. I do wonder though, I've never seen one of those pianos in real life, but does it take 
a touch from a key from a person to start the program and then it's off and is that could that be a little bit like us saying a prayer or like the picture of a plow that's in today's reflection the strap line that it's god doing the heavy work and we just hold on to the handle if we held on to the handle really tight and pretended to really work up a sweat it would make us look so strong whereas we know it's really powered by god's strength god's miracle working power and it also makes me think of 1 Corinthians 3 and 6, that I sowed the seed and Apollos waters the seed, but it is God who makes the seed grow. Many, many, many seeds have been sown in our communities and over Wigan over the years, through our faith schools and churches. Maybe it's time now for someone else to water those seeds. Who knows? But whatever the situation, we can trust God's plan and God's sovereign rule over Wigan. We can just hold on to the handle lightly by doing the watering, the watching and the waiting. By doing the praying, the discernment and the holding on to our faith in Jesus' name. So in conclusion, I wonder how did Joshua see himself? How did he see himself as he instructed the nation to obey God's instructions and thinking of a tiny seed I wonder did Joshua see himself as a tiny seed in God's hand trusting in God to do the heavy work of stopping the river and causing the miracle you know if God wants 10,000 seeds to come from one seed then it's God himself who must put something inside that seed to enable that to happen and our Bibles tell us that we need to go and do greater miracles than even Jesus himself did. Then if God himself must put something inside us to enable that to happen, always with the understanding that it's God who is doing the heavy work. Amen. And we end with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.